It happens here. And it finishes here. Two men enter. One man leaves. Uh, 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 There's really uh, two words of view. Shit sandwich. What happened? Best of the Year podcast. Uh, we are here with Andre, as always. What's happening? And Paul, welcome back. You've been gone a good long while. Thank you, sir. Justin, Rusty, Gary on the couch. Good evening. Hey, 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 hey. Well, all right. Uh, every year, uh, artists release albums. That makes a lot of sense. Every year ends, just like every year begins. It does. It does. Uh, there's been a shit ton of albums this year, I think. Uh, what's the consensus? Is it a good year, bad year? Mediocre. It's excessively mediocre, in my opinion. Yeah, there okay. was some really good stuff, but there was a lot of yeah, there's mediocre a of, stuff. There's a lot of dross, but the good stuff of, has been really good. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Been. yeah. Uh, personally, best. I had a hard time choosing the top ten. I thought this was really good. Yeah, I like yeah. this year. Yeah, I, I had the same problem. Uh, Roddy or Aubrey, are you guys sitting in there? We're skyping tonight, live via satellite. I hear nothing. All right, I, Andre's gonna wait. Wait, wait what? Okay. I'm here. <laughs> Roddy. Hey, Roddy. Welcome to hey. the po- welcome to the podcast for the first time. What's up everybody? Hello. Uh so we were just talking about like uh the year in review a little bit. Uh strength wise, how do you feel two thousand twelve did? I can say that it put out one of the as you'll hear later in the podcast, one of the best albums I've heard in probably five years. It was just the the mm-hmm. our consensus number one is just <clears throat> mind bogglingly fucking <clears throat> <hard. laughs> uh, I heard something about cough cough, but yeah. damn. I mean I compare it to like my last year number one was Blitz and Trapper, year before that was Black Keys, it just blows both of them out of the was water. It Blitz and, Trapper? and that's saying something no because I freaking love right. Everybody <laughs> finds um, their way here eventually. Yes, they do. Yeah, I yeah, I think my top five were really solid, like, uh, a lot of new bands that I think were just amazing this year that I'm really looking forward to see what, what comes of them in the future. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody, that is, in fact, Aubrey. She is all the way from London. So. Dedicated yeah. to the cause. Yay! Uh, Holler. I think we lost Roddy. <laughs> to a feline? <laughs> He's a cat like cat. <laughs> It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Roddy's been relegated to sound bites tonight, everybody. It is. Keep them coming. Yeah. Uh, 
so I, I guess we'll just uh, dive right in. You guys don't know this top ten. No. This uh, is you know, if you have read the site in the past few days. I do. Actually, you don't. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> if you change the formula, I don't. Yeah. Maybe Paul should explain the formula. Yeah, yeah I would sure. like to know the formula. No, if, if Kevin changed it, there's no point. No, there is no I, formula. I didn't change it. There's a formula. Um, <laughs> he just wants to see you. So, one more so, so Paul, explain there the parameters no of how we did this. Well, just in a very general way, um, it's a it's a scaled point system uh, awarding. Now al- that's boring. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Number <It'll>, ten. <laughs> look, Number it awards two. more points to the top than it does at the bottom. It's not a straight linear system, right. and it gives you a bonus for every time that uh, somebody over one person uh, likes an album in their top ten. We tossed out some asses, and if they got kicked, the album made the list. It's better than the sure. BCS. That's all you need. It to is. Know. Uh, thank you. Damning oh. with Ronnie's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Ronnie's bad. On a three-second delay. Um, basically, though, we, we had over, top. what, was it 77 albums? We had we had 11 people vote for albums. Each person only submitted 10 albums, and we had 77 different mm. albums listed. Damn. Just shows the breadth nice. of the uh, taste on this group, I think, right here. So the one it says a lot about this year. It does, and I think the ones that really emerged at the top as consensus picks, it says something about them, too, that these were albums that... Appealed to folks with a with a broad range of interests, people who like and dislike different things. Um, who like and intensely dislike different things. I think, I think intensely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> there's one person in this room who didn't like the number one album, and everybody else didn't like his number one album. That's so true. It's only so yeah. it doesn't matter if he found it the site or not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it does quorum overruled. Uh, so, yeah. so Andre, uh, yeah, Beat you know what? We're just like cutting water it. here. Let's just kick it Let's off. Let's just go. Let's go. And the Chunky Glasses Best of 2012, number 10. Shedders in your fever, scream me again. Never kisses, or do you ever send a full stop? Do you know where the waffles go? They go along to take your Way down how we build our breakfast town and save my love, my love, love, love. Marshal to marshal, to toe to toe. And at number 10, uh, coming in, thanks to Carrie. Yeah, every single person in the room is making uh, horrible, horrible hand yeah. motions about how much they hate that, that, that is people. That is Mercury <laughs> Prize winners. That's right. Alt-J. That's right. Uh, the name of the song is Breeze Blocks. Yep. Uh, this is an album, uh, I, well, I shouldn't talk about it, but... No, go ahead. I, I want to hear your opinion of it. Uh, it... Made a lot of lists. Don't say blows. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> In a roundabout way. Uh, no, it's um, it's actually pretty solid work, I think. But but I want to hear you tell our audience about it. Uh, this was this was your vote. This was my number one. This yeah. was your number one. So um, tell us. I uh, I cannot stop listening to this album. I've listened to it probably. I would. Not not exaggerating, probably 300 times since uh, getting it in uh, mm-hmm. October. I think it's fantastic. Um, it reminds me of a lot of uh, things I love about music, about world music, about dance music, about 
everything. And it reminds me of when I first heard uh, Radiohead years ago. And I know you, you don't agree, but that's what makes the site beautiful, is that we can all vote. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, oh, <laughs> and my number one the democratic gets, process. <laughs> my yeah. number one gets just enough points to shove this thing in at number 10. So. You think I was missing some hair before this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. That, uh, when they wrote this album, apparently it took about five years to put together, so you you can relax. You won't Fuck have to you listen number to... number one. Yeah, you, yeah, that's right. You can relax, because you'll never have to hear them again, uh, because they won't be back out, probably. You know, but, they're, uh, they're following in the grand tradition of uh, speech to bell the, <laughs> the arctic monkeys and every great british band Ooh, before arctic that monkeys wow uh it, i mean I, I feel like i've heard coming from the guy who put fiona apple on his top 10 real quick no easily defensible so i mean not if you have ears this is uh i, I think I've, I've heard a record of theirs before i mean for me this actually came out of nowhere like when you said it, and honestly, when it started popping up on stuff, it right. was just like all J, all J, all J. I gave it a listen. It wasn't. It, it didn't hit at all mm-hmm. with me. And looking, people are sort of shaking their heads. It didn't. I think it has to. But be- it's okay because we we could all be wrong. And, well, you have and we'll to prove that in a few. <laughs> numbers. Was this, uh, this How was wrong Boylan's you can be on your. This is Boy. This, this is Bob Boylan's number, number one. one. Yeah. Um, and, and and so I mean and like Paul was saying up, up front, it's like it speaks to like a lot of the taste of the site and you know, all different things. But uh, I, I really uh, am trying to dig to find in this, and I and I'm, I mean it's our number ten. Right. Uh, well, I know, but it but it's like for me, I, you know, all music I think touches some part of it, it speaks to you in some certain way and this particular album it reminds me a lot of the stuff that i used to listen to in Cong- when i was in the congo and peace corps okay. and it also reminds me of again i i, I hearken back to a number of different bands so, that i used so this to love gets into the... so it really gets into a lot of things that i just love i think it draws in a lot of different genres i think it's very thoughtful um i i just love it and i were you in the peace corps with bob Boyle? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> no, I mean no. It, it gets into something that we talk about a lot on the site, or at least I talk about like with you and like uh, Andre's doing something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, like a, a lot of music has a, uh, a experiential component to it, I and mean, it may not be good or bad. And there's you, you like remove the judgment from it, but it just there's certain things going on in your life, and that you lock into like a certain sound or a certain band or right like, and but I, but i will also say i don't really like bringing my kid into a lot of conversations mm-hmm. but i will say that my 12 year old this is her top album of the year she cannot mm-hmm. stop listening to it she loves it she goes to school and talks about it and it's not just because i'm listening to it all the time she actually yeah. has very divergent tastes but, so um, she loves it and she obviously doesn't have any sort of background connection to this type of music sure. but she just absolutely connected with it and loved it and i i think it's a brilliant album okay. i think if they ever redo train spotting and i hope they don't because that movie is perfect but if they ever redo it Water apparently they did a lot of heroin shut up paul <laughs> apparently they <laughs> just bag on everything i was like they do a lot of heroin when they made this album apparently and they say that outright 
um, this uh, this oh, album will they? be the. This, they did a lot of drugs. Uh, very a lot of drugs while they were okay. while they were uh, making the album, and I think that if they ever redid Trainspotting, this would be like a perfect soundtrack for it. Didn't we have a conversation in this very room about how that's not supposed to be an upside when you make a record that drugs are a good thing? Yeah. And if I may, if every album speaks to you, this album speaks to me like a freaking sophomore year history professor at eight o'clock in the morning. It bores the living shit out of me. It does nothing for me whatsoever, and that's all I'll say about it. You know, and here's the thing. For me, I thought that it was remarkably artful. Uh, Remarkably? Love you, Roddy. Well, yeah, (laughs) remarkably. I am remarking on its artfulness. Okay. Um, But, again, just on that visceral level, it didn't connect with me personally. I took it as my own preferences. uh, Because I actually felt like there was some folk kind of undertones or something to the voices. I don't know. I, I just assumed it wasn't in my personal wheelhouse, mm. but I recognized the talent there, and so I kind of understood. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's um, definitely a talent behind it. Let me ask you, was it one of your runners-up? You know, I didn't <laughs> listen to it enough. Oh, it's like, I see, no. So it, did, it didn't make your top 50? <laughs> it didn't make my top 50. Roddy's list composed of, like, a number 10 and then... Uh, eight runners up to number ten, and then number. But it, it was awesome. It was incredible. And we'll publish the entire list in the show notes. Zerati, so you're validating. Sure, you will. Uh, no, we will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, so so let's play a song yeah. from this. Uh, this is Taros or Taro. Taro. And uh, we'll be back. Awesome indeed. Um, so let's go on to our next hit. Entree. On the chunky glasses, best of 2012, number nine. Yeah! 
And that is uh, Dinosaur Jr. from their album Bet on Sky. That is Don't Pretend You Didn't Know. Uh, it made it to our number nine slot. Uh, Jay Mascus, um, uh, Lou Barlow, and Murph. 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 Just Murph. Murph. Just Murph on Murph. the drums. I love the Mass Boy ticket. Yeah, I uh, well, and Aubrey can help me out with a little Western Massachusetts action, but uh, this is the first record, uh, third record since the band got back together in their original form, and in my opinion, it's the best of the three they've done. And uh, I said in my review on the site that I would like to know who their therapist is because they are now churning out some of the best album and live music that they've ever done. It's just kind of a miracle how well this album coalesced. Mm -hmm. There isn't a weak second on it. It's just really, really amazing. As someone who didn't spend a lot of time with Dinosaur Jr. growing up, I... Not because of you're growing age. up. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're engaged. You know, that's <laughs> a job at old man. They now. were around for ten years when you were born. It's <laughs> true. We well, get it. When I was in college, I got to know them, merged, and reissued the back like the three important records right. that they did when this lineup was together. I was like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, I knew Feel the Pain, but I agree. This album is so good. It's so good. It's, yeah. I don't get it. I'm like. Why could break up? It's between this, and I've never been a huge Dinosaur Jr. fan. I, I mean, the I respect as a guitar Ooh. player. Yeah, well, as a guitar player, I respect like the walls of guitar. That is incredible. Um, it just it missed getting back to the experiential things. Like just this point in time, it just didn't. It wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and it's interesting because it. the other record that they put out clandestinely this year was a like an old, I think it was 1991 yeah, live album, yeah. which sounds like crap, but you see how far they've come and just the, mm-hmm. the brilliance of uh, Mascus's songwriting. But I think between between this and a record that didn't make it, and which is which is really sad about, which is Bob, Bob Mould. Yeah, uh, you know, it's these oh. two similar <laughs> similar but different acts that are just like that are killing it and not doing the. Uh, like it's a reunion tour thing, right? Right. Like right. this isn't this is a. I mean, our number nine. This yeah, is an it, honest to god fucking album. Yeah, and it's. Um, I feel like, and it's a little bit different because I mean, yeah, they're both like you know icons of of alternative music. But Mould was kind of like he did the electronic stuff, and now he's back doing you know that old awesome Husker Du sound. Mm-hmm. Mask has never really left this sound. He sort of went off onto this all minor chord sloppy Neil Young guitar solo thing when he didn't have Barlow and Murph with him. Uh, but now I think he's back. He's much more focused. These are very tight songs. There's not a whole lot of uh, yeah. extremely long guitar solos, except for that last track on the record, but it is worth it. Um, yeah. But it's just it's really, really good songwriting. It's uh, it, it, not only the best album uh, that they've done since they've gotten back together, it's one of the best albums they've ever done, in, period, in my opinion. Yeah. It's funny because... I agree. This is what, their third record since they got back together? Yeah. It, to give Massachusetts some more representation, Mission of Burma. Like, yeah, they're, they're the other band of the last ten years that got back together, and just they've probably made stuff better than when they were originally together. Yeah, it, I agree. It, it's up there with Bug. It's up there with Real and Old. It's yep. great. It's I age, solid. completely wisdom. Agree. That whole thing. That whole thing. Uh, yes. Should we hear? Uh, unless Paul, you, you look like you. Uh, I need to say something. Oh no, I was I was crap. just going to question whether Mission of Burma's new stuff is actually better than their original stuff. Okay, okay. 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 another podcast. Another podcast. Wait, till we go to break. We'll fight. Let's hear uh, "Pierce the Morning Rain." That yeah, sound good? good tune. Same, but I don't plan to split Oh no, 
Here's the morning rain, uh, and I think you. Uh, I picked this song because you wrote the review of this album and said this was one of the better songs. Oh, I love that song. That that yeah. kind of like dun 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 dun, 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 dun that kind of harkens sure. back to uh, "Sunless Surprises" by Nirvana, in my opinion, whether it's uh, conscious or not. But I think it uh, it works there, and it's just a great song. I mean, there's really, like I said, not a weak link on that record, mm-hmm. as there shouldn't be in our top ten. Did anybody see them oh. when they came to town? Susie did. Susie did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She unfortunately is a name. I saw them when they came to town last year. I saw them several times back in Northampton, Massachusetts in the okay, mid to late 90s. This is all irrelevant. <laughs> nice. Number eight, right. everybody. Right. Moving on. on. <laughs> what voice will Andre use this time? And the Chunky Glasses Best of 2012, number eight. Spending too much time alone uh, And I just ran out of Trojans Horses gallop to her throne uh, We're behaving like teenagers Yes, we're behaving like teenagers Making less than minimum wage Still inside our parents' home And that is Sierra Leone. That is uh, Frank Ocean Channel Orange. I am looking at the scorn. Uh, This is my number one album of the year, and everybody else in the room is giving me, like, Where's that bottle of bourbon, everybody? I I, I think you owe us an explanation. So let let me explain. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. Like, remove the controversy. Paul and I have discussed this over G-Chad, like, uh, immensely. Controversy? Controversy? Yeah. It's a boring, flat piece of shit? No. Let let me explain. All right, go. Uh, Hey, if you're not a fan of R&B, you're not going to like this record. Just flat out. Uh, You're not going to like this record this year. Later on, you will. But I can see the future. No. Um, so you're saying because I like Sam and Dave and Aretha Franklin, I should like Frank Ocean? I, Actually, I, I am surprised. I don't and, think you and, 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 and I'll get to. that. No, I think if it you, is. If you like R&B, then you will like this. This is not by uh, Frank Ocean. Uh, the controversy was that he basically came out um, about what was it? Days, it was July fourth. Days, like days before, before the, it days came before the release. Yeah. If in the hip hop crowd, this is not. Uh, especially he, he rolls with Odd Future. Right. Um, there can be amazingly misogynistic and 
absolutely homophobic. And for him to come out and say, like, you know what? I wrote this album about a dude that I love. Uh, it it was... Uh, I even thought it was a PR move. Uh, but then I heard the album. And I don't... it. It's one of the more honest albums, personally, that I've ever heard. Um, he is a master storyteller. Uh, you can complain about the... the uh, what you... If you don't like R&B, you can complain about like the sonic like journey that you're taking and everything. There's a journey. But at the almost? end there is. And it's this is Frank Ocean's LA and he is explaining essentially no LA, a day right. in the life of I want, him. I would rather LA. hang out in Father John Misty's LA. There, well, ooh, you know, holler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I get there later. I would be you more will. I would be I more comfortable in Father John Misty's. I don't know yeah. if I'd rather hang out in Father John Misty's. This is yeah, I mean, you have like like uh, Super Rich Kids is a Brett Easton Ellis novel, uh, you know, and and you have all these things that this twenty five year old kid is just like, dude, I'm I'm from New Orleans, I'm in L A, and this shit is happening, and he's trying to deal with being bisexual. Which and, is, being, and being in love with and, a man. And if all that so, was in a novel, I would happily read it so, and love it. So, so <laughs> yeah, so then I would ask you, like, what's the difference? He wrote these down. These are, sto- I mean, these are not like pyramids. Is a fucking seventeen? No, it's seventeen minutes. Twelve, it's like 12 minutes ten. long. Yeah, it just feels like long. seventeen. But <laughs> is it just doesn't know But end. you know, he's I know. He, he's playing with the genre that he's in, and then like pushing it a little further. Sometimes and sometimes not. There are misses on this album. No like, doubt. There have then been how some, right. Out. Thank you. You're going to say what I was about to say. Say it. How can an album of the year have a miss? Because Thank you. because You're the welcome. hits because where it hits is so poignant and so like much better than I think anybody else is doing that it just like I it, it's hard to, it's hard for me to talk about this album. It's hard for me to write about this album, and I got to write more about this album. But I don't it, think an album that's in the top ten of the year should have a miss. Dinosaur Jr. doesn't have a miss. I, Bob Mole didn't make the list. Doesn't have. a I miss. will say this, and, and Dario will probably tell you this too. Is like like I don't want to listen to any other album from 2012. I think that this yeah. like what is hundred visions. What about the top ten? You hundred visions. Another nine is, records. Hundred visions is great, but it's like there's two tiers. There, there's what Frank Ocean accomplished, and then there's at the top of the pack of everybody else is Hundred Visions. My personal That's my personal great. memory of this record this year is July fourth when he posts that note on his Tumblr saying, "I swing left, I swing right, whatever he does," mm-hmm. and I tweeted about it saying, "You know, I'm surprised he's allowed to be an odd future for the way that you know they're yeah. very well." You see, you're homophobic, getting, you're, but then people saw you're that getting, and they jumped me. They're like, "Oh, they're not really fucking like that." And I'm you're, like, you're I'm buying, sorry. You're, you're talking about the hype and you're not talking about the album. And like Paul, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say I think that. You know, Kevin's definitely not alone here. Like, this is making the the top album or top oh, couple yeah. albums for everybody's list. But I think a lot of it, a lot of it is the hype. And I don't want to take Some. away from. I think a lot of it's the hype. All the great because wait, 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 hold on. I, I don't want to take away from it because I actually I think it's a solid album. It's nowhere near my top ten, but I listen to it and I'm like. This is a, this is a good R and B album. There are a couple of songs that are fantastic. There are a lot of misses. On the album, I think, and it it shows for me. It shows it shows somebody who's got a lot of talent, but I don't think the album came together. I think without that, without that blog post, this is sitting down in the twenties for a lot of people at the end of the year instead of up in the top five. And that's three people. I I agree. I I actually disagree, and I'll say this because even without that blog post, if you if people were going to analyze the lyrics, 
uh, and there are a fuck ton of them. Uh, I, I, hold on, I'm sorry. If you're going to, if I, you're going to analyze look, the lyrics, look, it, I, I accept your personal you have, your your personal decision on this that you you like this album a lot. But if you're going to start talking about analyze the lyrics right there, that's not that's not the is, way you analyze an album. That's well, not the way you like experience no, an album. But but I'm saying it would have come out like he did it no. because there are specific songs about him and another man, and then and he wrote them about okay. it. So. He, it but was I, I, going I, to to be, me, his life story doesn't enter into it if he's not making interesting music. I don't give a shit about him personally. Like, I, I don't see flat. a whole lot in it. It's so flat and boring. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times we talk about we don't have enough time to give albums enough of a listen. And because there's so much coming out every week and you're just being inundated, it may very well be that this album would not have made it as high as it did in people's estimations without the hype because they wouldn't have listened to it as many times because they, everybody wanted totally to jump listen. in. And no, you would have. But I think there are. I think Paul's right in that a lot of people. Well, I, I, you know, a lot people, of people. Yeah. It, it, the reason that it is getting the. I mean, and honestly, I mean, you and Andre's lists are so far off of the charts for what you know, Pitchfork or anybody else is putting out in the top tens. Mm-hmm. You may have picked it up and said, I think Frank Ocean is awesome, but there may not have been the amount of listens that that album got that bo- boosted it to where you think it, de- where you think it deserves to be. Let's hear a song. Without the yeah. hype. Let's, let's, hear, let's uh, hear a song. Let's, I also yeah. want to separate this just before we jump on right yeah. here um, and say that Kevin, since, since this album came out, since, you know, before this album was officially released, when mm-hmm. he has been saying he thought this was a, was a transcendent album. It touched something, you know, in Kevin's psyche, that that really worked right here. So this isn't a response to the hype right here. This uh, is more. Yeah, we're more. We're more reacting to the response from everybody else. The, the general response, yeah. because, mm-hmm. but even before the record came out, there was a lot of hype because. But I'm not. I, but I'm yeah, not but, talking. Oh, I'm not saying you are. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, and you shouldn't talk about that when you review an album or even talk mm. about an album. It is about the material, and the material here is. Right. And and, but, and it's going to continue to baffle me, and we're just going to agree to disagree right. that how you can find it flat because I think it's some of the most exciting material that has come out in the past I mean, decade. Whatever, none of, you, none of you people put Bat for Lashes on your your list. So, I don't like Bat know. for Lashes, and that's, <laughs> and that's how I feel about Alt J. And but you once guys all once on, an I album enters the zeitgeist like this one has, you almost have to talk about a reaction to the hype. Like Pitchfork's last so. number one last year, I think was Ariel Pink. No, it was Bony Bear. But even worse. <laughs> Fucking Whoa. boring as shit. And Frank so, Ocean will be their number one next week because it has. The it already is yeah. right, yeah. and so yeah, it's yeah, like it you, you. Then it goes from talking about the album as an album to an album as a cultural phenomenon, which in the case of Boney Bear, I mean, it, frankly, it bores me as much as Frank Ocean. It's just you yeah. know, then that's it, you're allowed to talk about it in that context. Scaling it back to talking about it as an album, tomatoes. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. you know, no matter how you yeah. slice it, it bores me. Uh, How you slice those albums? Let's hear "Sweet Life," which could uh, honestly have been on uh, Donald Fagan's "Come Curiad" album. Oh, this is why you like it. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> it all adds up. Finally, which one could have been a Hollow Notes song? <laughs> what, what's the third stage? From Boston. Do it. The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Living in Ladera Heights, the Black Beverly Hills, domesticated paradise, palm trees and pools, the water's blue, swallow the pill, keeping it surreal. Whatever you like, whatever feels good, whatever takes your mind tonight, keeping it surreal. 
not sugar free. My TV ain't HD. That's too real. Grapevine, mango, peaches, and lime. Sweet life, sweet life, sweet life. Massive division amongst the crew. Can I just uh, say that during the break, he compared it to Bell Biv DeVoe? Can, yeah. I, can I just that say girl that, is that I'm ashamed of all of you? <laughs> okay, but I love you all. Here's so. the division. There's <laughs> Kevin in the corner. There's everybody else. It's not Moving even. on. Moving on. No, no, Number no, no, no. seven. Oh, I'll just stand with Kevin. I will stand with Kevin. Yeah. <sighs> this side of the room. Yeah. yeah. The guy who's outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's even more excommunicated than Kevin is right now. I am the brownest person here, am I not? I am the brownest person. I don't here. see you, so wow. I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> right. Thank you, Roddy, for standing with me. I had no idea. That is a cheap shot. Say it's in my brown face. <laughs> All right, number seven. He's right. had some brown liquor as well, folks. <laughs> and the chunky glasses, best of 2012, number seven. <laughs> Fictional town. This is, uh, what did it come out in like April or February? Early this year. This is an early thing. Yeah, Yeah, that was Actually, I think we covered this on the second podcast. Yeah. Serious? It was. Wow. I was going to say, we were going to play the same song we played on that podcast, but uh, I I didn't know it was the second one. So that was was a while ago because I've seen him twice in concert since it came out. You actually came to the site because of you won tickets and and it was like, possibly you might want to write. Exactly. And then we saw him open for Sharon Van Etten and he kicks him ass there too. Oh, wow. That was was a great show. Yeah. 
But anyways, we're talking about the album. Uh, Maricopa. Yeah. Uh, it is his, what is it, his 12th? 13th. 13th? Yeah, yeah. He's been doing this for years. That's probably years. The most, one of the more impressive pieces uh, of it all. Yeah, and, and he has been kicking around uh, and, and gathering acclaim. I mean, it's not like people don't know who he is. Uh, his last uh, show at the Black Cat was not just one of the best shows of the year, one of the best shows I've ever seen. That was, was stunning, which actually we didn't even run into you then. No, <laughs> no, we were looking for you up. people. And, uh, Tara uh, and I, were there and I don't we... know how you missed Andre with his giant recording. <laughs> 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 we, uh, well, and we then have I a found out later you were like hanging with him after the show. If I'd have known that, yeah. I would have been. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, this is any Andre. Do you want to talk about this? I mean, I can talk about it, but you. I think the thing that I, you know, and I wrote about it in my my mm-hmm. little review of it is that it's the multi layered function of it, or and the the depth of it, and the way that it will age. I think is what struck me the most. We're, we're talking think, about uh, Damien Harada, not Frank Ocean. Well, oh, 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 God. God. Wow. <laughs> why would you do that? Yes. Anyways. <laughs> Damn. Wow. That was not me. Paul's throwing stuff now. Jeez. <laughs> and, and he calls me aggressive. <laughs> and Onward. I, and I think that's when I when I listen to it and I and I think about albums that I like my best of list. I think of albums that I'm going to listen to 25 years from now as well. You're here. And this is an album that I'll listen to 25 this years. This is an album now. you would give to your kids. I will yeah. listen to it. I mean, and I guess some people would say, well, it's because it doesn't have anything really new, but. In a way, it, it, it doesn't. Oh, bullshit! We, we, but, we talked about this on the first, on I guess the second podcast. The point in nothing is the news. Yeah, where when he it, just it goes and he screams into a distorted mic, everything becomes unhinged, and from that point yeah. on, you don't know what's going on in this album. And it's and it's every moment is a surprise. There are some parts it, where you're like, I'm like, I remember I was listening to my house the other day, like by myself, and I was like, I'm. Like it was like creepy at times. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. was this weird depth to it, and I was like, and then there's kids in the background like we're singing weird things, and you're yeah, like, whoa! There are layers to this that I've just never even heard on previous listens, and that's what I think I enjoy about mm-hmm. it the most is that every time I listen to it, I hear something new, and that's in the production value because I think the producer is like Richard Swift, who did yeah. his last two records, this and yeah. Saint Bartley, and he did a real nice no job with him and, and, and say like, well, how can we take what you're doing, so Rusty, which you, is kind of a folk kind of approach and 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 kind of bring some depth to it. So Rusty, you two are a fan. Oh I, my I, God, I, yes, I, I've been listening to him for unfortunately only for about four or five years. Like, mm-hmm. what was it? Caught in the trees two mm-hmm. albums ago is when I got introduced to him, but. It made me dig through his back catalog and pay attention when Saint Bartley came out and Marco, but it's it's so good. It takes everyone back except for me because I'm the young one here, back to an earlier time. But it's just it's so raw and it's so just fresh at the same time. I just love it. He's, yeah. We he's have uh, we I remember tractors in the room. I don't believe there's no one who will go against it, right? Yeah. It's no, universally loved. I don't think. I remember. So let's just in, in that case. Let's just let's wrap it. We all like. Be good. A fuck yeah. Let's hear, yeah. Here's yeah. We played this on the podcast when we covered it. We're gonna play it again because it's a fucking awesome song. Do it. Uh, this is working titles. You could mess up my life in a pole. Have me divorced by the time of the chorus And there's no need to change any sentence When you always decide where I go next Many nights you would hide from the audience When they were not in tune with your progress In the end you're a fool like the journalist Who turns what you sing into business 
like a shade of damaged distortion Wearing death like a cape or a costume Cut your ties and leave town when you want to Killing time till I pass through the chamber For the room you keep my replacement So fed up, still you're starving on paper You're no him, but he's you, only better Where it's very easy well, yeah. yeah. But this, this, I mean, the whole album is. Uh, if you don't have this, um, we hate you. There's something missing uh, in your life. You know what? We'll do a giveaway. If you are listening to the podcast, email us at info info at chunkyglasses dot We will send you a copy. Of we will, Leonardo's I'll personally buy you a copy. One, first one, starting now. <laughs> Andre, funny voice. Let's be clear. He said he will buy one person <laughs> one album. I love not being the only lawyer no, on the podcast. <laughs> He's been so lonely it's the last time. Back up the other lawyer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Flanks of consensus. Lawyers. Love it. Awesome. Oh, it's love so it. good. Great awesome. record. Let's move on. It's beautiful. I'm a chunky glasses best of 2012. Number. How beautiful when it rains You can hear the nighttime sing You can hear the nighttime sing How beautiful when it rains That is uh, David Wax Museum. We've talked about them extensively. Uh, and that is a song called All Sense of Time off of Not Not Get Up. Uh, this is a band from Rhode Island that uh, have... Uh, they have the cachet. And then they're on the uh, Berlin tip and NPR's tip. Uh, they have sort of rocked uh, Newport Folk Festival twice now. Uh, they've rocked the 930 Club once that I've seen in the absurd... Uh, this album, uh, I am going to talk about 
Uh, I'm gonna say one thing and then I'm gonna let Carrie looks like she wants to jump in. She was doing some fists. No, she does. Just waving just before. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is one of the most surprising albums to me this year. Uh, because they went from being really good to being just pretty much masters of the craft. Uh, so, Carrie. Yes, sir. Tell me about. I absolutely loved this album, mm-hmm. and um, but for all Jay arriving in it, um, this one pushed every stop. This one pushed every. What <laughs> <laughs> new different levels? <laughs> what? Yeah, we're uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, everyone is still wearing pants. I will guarantee you that we're not laughing because of the pantslessness. Oh, Andre David, we can't really see what Roddy is doing outside. So. All right, anyway, uh, David Wags Museum. This this album is brilliant. If you don't have it, I think we have offered to buy it for you before because we love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't take us up on that, then you have missed out. Go buy it yourself. It is, and nobody took us up on that. What? Then I'll tell you what. Offer the, still stands. The offer still stands. I will buy it. the first person that sends a request to info at junkyglasses.com I will buy you this album because it is that good it will make your life better and you will thank me for the rest mm-hmm. of your life it's it's just brilliant it's well written well produced it's gorgeous might also be kind of boring it's not boring Paul I really? was going to ask if we had a dissenter on this one too really Paul and you should have just gone right really? to Paul no, Paul, yeah, yeah. Paul has been gone for a good month and a half and now he comes back with it's this it's much more interesting shit. when you have with a dissenting lot. opinion Paul if you will you have the floor <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say because I've listened to this album a couple of times and I just think it's boring. Yeah. That's that's all. I'm gonna sort of back that up and say it doesn't do as much for me as it does for some other <laughs> people in the room, but I don't dislike it. It's, I don't, it's I don't think good. there's I don't think there's anything new being done with it. I it's agree. like okay. Yeah. I think it's pretty hard to dislike though. I don't, you know, I don't. I, I, don't I, I wouldn't put it on my top I guess, ten I mean, worst albums of the year. It's a microcosm yeah. of this entire year. There's a lot of stuff I don't dislike, but nothing I was like, except for one that I was like, ah, that I was yeah. rabidly in love with. Sure. I'm just, I'm just shocked that Which this is what? that this is oh, sliding into the top it's, ten. It's the number one on this list. Well, it's not, it's not making it into the Oh, you mean the album? But it made it into the site top ten, which means that it's got some passion behind it, and that's what I have a hard time dealing with. It's like. Where's the passion coming from on this album? It's 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 amazing. It is it, it is it a, is a well crafted piece yes. of non no, I get exceptional. Your, I, get, music. I get your point that there's not a lot of. If, I mean, if you want to spend have... no, if you want to spend five minutes with it, it's not exceptional. If you spend like some time with it, you realize how exceptional it is. Don't d- d- isn't it an album's responsibility to make you want to spend that time with nope. it? Yes, it nope. is. Absolutely not. The the album owes me something. I don't know the album Jack. No. Nope. Can you two just arm wrestle? Because I we love will. <laughs> Video podcast coming in 2015. <laughs> arm wrestle. Hear another song to decide for ourselves. Well, wait, we can we hear Julia? We, we got oh laugh. Gosh, we got a laugh out of Julia. I'm not the only girl laughing on the podcast right now. Uh, Aubrey's doing Christmas cards. <laughs> Aubrey's trying to stay awake. Um, so so let's hear, let's hear another song that yeah. Paul will find boring. I find absolutely gorgeous, um, and this is this is one of the reasons why this band grew is because they could do a song like this. Uh, this is a big heart of yours. Take me 
that big heart of yours make me that big heart of yours break me that big heart of yours There's nothing else in this world that I want Speak to me that low voice in yours Be weak to me With that low voice in yours Seep into me With that low voice in Nothing else in this world that I want Shush me With those trembling lips in yours Send a rush through Can crush me those trembling lips of yours. There's nothing else in this world that I Julia Lofstren. Uh, She's a darn in, nice in person, show. too. <laughs> um, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks, for, thanks for sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your pants on. Yeah. Yes, well, please. 2012, here we keep our pants on. You don't know please. this group at all. It's always questionable. It's always questionable. <laughs> Very so that, that Once was... Once uh, there's no hope for me. Let's take a wax, uh, big buddy ears, uh, and knock knock, get up is, yeah, it's awesome. Let's go on to the number five. Who shall keep glasses best in 2012? Number five. Those 
to preach and pray and teach But she falls short and the night explodes in laughter Don't you come here and say Uh, that is Sweden's first aid kit. Uh, Solid. Name the. Do you know? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Not in my Someone notes. posted on the something Swedish. Somewhere. Yeah, like Norin. Anyway, this is a duo who started out. Uh, it's not tallest man on earth or the knife. I know that's not. Or Tegan and Sarah. Or Tegan and Sarah. No, this is a duo who started out basically. They're like, you know what? We can fucking sing. And we like people who can sing, so they made these adorable YouTube videos uh, covering they, Fleet Foxes songs. They are adorable. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Swedish <laughs> <laughs> uh, girls are pretty. So. And they put out an album before this, and now they came out with uh, oh, Johanna and Clara Sabbat. Yeah. And uh, okay. and I talked to them, and they told me how to say like thank you. Swedish <laughs> so, it's a great story. Can you tell it again? Do you have time? Cool story. So the point is, is that they were doing their thing, and then they made this, the Lions Roar, which is awesome record, Just a beautiful, record. absurdly, yeah, it's it. It's surrealistic. It's it's pure, pretty. It's haunting. It's uh, it's got a little bit of everything. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like Andre. You described not wanting to listen to certain records in a room in a house all by yourself, and it's like yeah. you know, like, it's like what the um, anyway. Time's up. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> Everybody return. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Is that Aubrey? It's the alarm that Aubrey's eating noodles. It's the alarm that Aubrey's noodle, eating noodle alarm. ramen. Alright, it's the ramen alarm. I was gonna say, that's what is jumping out here. Degenerated. Aubrey, what do you? How do you feel about first aid kit? I absolutely love this album. Their voices are so beautiful. (laughs) Lyrics. I don't think they're. They don't haunt me so much as they make me feel really emotional. (laughs) Didn't you see them recently in London? Yeah, I saw them in London, and they were just so sweet and charming, and put on a great show. There was uh, hair banging. They both have this really yes. beautiful long hair, and they were head banging so hard. I, I, one of my favorite pictures <laughs> I took this year was of them banging their hair, and it was just like it was hair everywhere. It was just like, fuck yeah. Of the three songs I've heard by this band, by the way, the only time I've heard this record is just now and upstairs before we recorded the podcast. Really? So yeah. rusty. So, yeah. so you're coming to this like new? Like yeah, I'm like ten minutes into it. It's a, it, it, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I'm not. I I haven't invested enough time, so I can't put a formal opinion. But I can't. You have a lady, them. right? What? You have a lady. Yeah, okay. but I can't. Okay. So I, I can't fathom banging no, my no, head no, to it. No, like let me these give girls. You some advice. 
You have a lady. Yeah. Play this around your lady. Oh, is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying oh. to say. Also, another reason to like it, just bringing this up on the very last song, guest appearance by the Felice Brothers, which you wouldn't think, but... Nice. I did not know that, really? Very which ones? Uh... Jay? I don't know. I think it's Jay, and then I can't remember the other. There's a whole bunch of folks that kind of guessed on that last yeah. track. Um, so I a Which the last track Police is Brothers. actually what we're going to play. Oh, good. Perfect. Which we, we should play. Uh, the last track is called King of the World. Yeah, Connor Roberts. Oh, goody. Fuck Connor Roberts. Yeah, that's a whole other project. Uh, wow. Well, so we just, we're starting to get into Blather Zone, so let's just listen to King of the World. Crank it up. really like First Aid Kit. Um, they didn't quite make my top ten, but they would have been in the top 20 if we went that far. Mm. I, I I will tell you, the last show, I, I've seen them three... No, actually, I didn't see them at Newport. You saw them at Newport, didn't you? I Andre. saw them, I saw yeah, them at you, Newport, you, yeah. You were able to circle around that. He doesn't know you're talking to. Uh, and, but I saw them at the Black Cat, and they were... Uh, Peggy Sue was opening for them. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, and... You ended so, up talking to either them or Peggy Sue, didn't you? Didn't you end up interviewing? Yeah, I've talked about permutation but, of them. But uh, the Six and I show when they came back to mm-hmm. DC, yeah, yeah. that's when they October, played the Six and I. Yeah, sooner October. Um, I am I am not a, afraid to like say like on air or internet or whatever oh, this is. Uh, I shed man tears, and and Daria made fun of me. Um, As because, well, she should have. Yeah, to, to no, clarify, no. He shed man tears. No, it was it was. Uh, I mean, because it, if you've been, right. it's a beautiful venue. It is um, beautiful songs, and and Paul's giving me the wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, wrap it up. Baby. 
So that's our number four. Five. No, number five. 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 That's five. our number five. Should that's be our number four. Here is Night of the albums of the year and i know that one other person who got cut off here Says agrees me. with me um this is i think one of the most <laughs> speaking <laughs> of the devil she's in she says chromatic uh, right well ready? are we are we done with these chime-ins here rocket i think this is one of the most uh fully realized albums of the year i, I think it plays more as uh, as a soundtrack almost than as a collection of singles. I think Kill for Love and a couple of the other songs in the album are fantastic in their own right, but if you really give it the full 78-minute runtime and listen through it and you're in the right space, like this this plays better beginning to end than just about anything else. It's got it's got a great sense of mood. It works with some intricate musical structures. Johnny Jewell did a great job producing it. There are fantastic vocals throughout. Um, it, it's an album that rewards, I think, repeated listens and, uh, and, 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 and contemplation in the right spots. I, I want to go back to something that you said about a previous album where you only listened to it for five minutes and you said, how come an out? Al- what do I owe an album? You know, shouldn't well, it... If you've got to put that much thought and effort into the timing, spacing, and mind frame to let, enjoy let, this let me, album, let me be all clear on this. Minutes, if you go back and, and listen to it, Kevin's the one that said within five minutes you jump in, and I said, "But I need to get get more than that." On that particular album, I had listened to it a couple of times, and I made a point of saying that I had okay. beforehand. So. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate you not putting words into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I believe anyone can rewind the podcast. Yeah. Balls, though, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> and That's where we're going. And okay. <laughs> America. Uh, no, I, I actually, I wish I could disagree with you. I really wish I would. Because, uh, yeah, I, it, it is, like, I feel like there's a uh, this could be the soundtrack to Sasquatch Bite 8 <laughs> or Psst, or Sharknado 4 <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day it, it doesn't make it like good or bad it, it makes it like good music like it's, it's an entertaining listen um, and it, it's not something I put on all the time but it is something that if I put it on like I will you see it all the way through. Yeah. Is this on your yeah. list? No, it's not. Would it be on your top twenty? Yes. Um, For me, yes. 
Yeah, it probably Papa would. Works in Kevin's mouth. But <laughs> no, it it would <laughs> or or false. Anyway, it's, not a, it's a point. <laughs> it's that, a separate. It's a, a it's a separate list that I share with Gus and Gizmo. So <laughs> the cat they have to have an appearance in the episode. So <laughs> it's my rotting um, outside. No, yeah. I mean, seriously, like this Sharknado, Gus and Gizmo, and I'm set. Yeah, but I mean, I think honestly, Kill for Love is the hook. Like, if it you, is. If you like Kill for Love, then listen to the rest of the album, and I think it'll drag you in. If you if you don't like Kill for Love, you're gonna hate the rest of the album. That's mm-hmm. just the way it goes. Yeah. But I also think it, it. That's honest. I mean, that's that's an honest way to make. I it also fun. think you have to have at some po- some part in you a very eighty sensibility. I don't know how many people here have seen. The thing no. is, I, d- I don't. No, you do. You just don't know. <laughs> it's an unrealized portion if, of your soul. Like, uh, uh, have any of you in this room seen the movie out. Miracle Mile? No? Nope. So Miracle Mile was a movie, uh, a film about uh, Anthony Edwards, Goose. Nice. Like, yeah, take your breath away, whatever. Which is almost a bumper. No, it's taking it So about he gets a phone call, and it's from some crazy Russian, and he's like, oh, the courts are good, oh, oh, oh. And, We're gone too. Okay. And the thing about it is, Tangerine Dream did the soundtrack, and this is a modern. Oh, wow. No, and I, I, I don't wow. mean this as a slight. No, I this is this is a modern day Tangerine Dream. Uh, wow. For people who aren't didn't grow up with Tangerine sure. Dream, which you are telling me you didn't. So. So you should go watch I'm the agree- movie Legend. Let's hear. It. <laughs> I wish. All I know is. I love. Paul looks like me when Tom I'm trying to Cruise. do algebra. It's like he's trying to dissect that, and I'm not sure he's able to do it. Well, I, I think we can do that in a lot less jumps. They uh, Johnny Jewel did the soundtrack for Drive, and then it and then he axed. did the and then it got axed, and he released it as an unrealized right. soundtrack, and he still helped on some of the tracks for Drive. Watch Drive. Did you like it? Did you like some of the background tracks? Listen to that soundtrack. Listen to this, sure. or listen to Kill for Love. Hmm. Listen to this. It's uh, it's a so, fantastic so soundtrack. I'm just laying My, down a little history. Let's hear Kill for Love, and then yeah, we'll we'll come back to this thought. No, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>
Christmas! Hello! Live from the outside world. So, tell us about Kill for Love. Kill for Love is a fantastic track by a fantastic band. Mm-hmm. What more is there to say? Well, I mean, there, I, I hope there's a little bit more to say. Like I'm listening to Wilson on Home Improvement. Howdy, howdy, bro. You know, taste is a difficult thing. You know, it's a subjective kind of measure. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so what makes this track, what makes this track, like, yeah, I mean, this was your number one album of the year. What makes it, what touched you about this? Well, it wasn't my number one track. It's a good track, oh. but it wouldn't be my favorite track on the album. I just really like the entire, uh, the, the album in its entirety. It, it works for me. Uh, yeah, just edit this out. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, my whole thought was on to number three. My whole thought was, I I made the comment earlier tonight. I wish the album was as good as the artwork. I love the cover, and I wish it sounded. Li- I wish that it sounded like the cover looked. Which d- it doesn't mean anything, I guess. Really, it's just that arm playing the guitar is awesome. But and I not, love drive. Not, not but, to disturb man. you, but you were made to music like this. Oh God! <laughs> oh, mom, dad. So nah, uh, no, I, I, no, so, I was probably made to like James Taylor or Peebo Barnes. No, I was gonna say no, yeah. no, it, it, it was a fancy night out. Oh, Roddy, they, they were fucking on leather couches in a lounge. Oh, yes. gross! <laughs> oh, my mom actually, did have a cocaine addiction. It was, oh. it was probably the diner that said Andre has up there in his kitchen now. Oh, it's true. It's passing the buck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all about that. Yes. Hey, uh, question, guys. What? You guys want to hear some rap? Wait. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say. Intro. No, Aubrey's been Aubrey's cut off. Aubrey's talking. <laughs> just saying. Oh, uh, pretty obvious. Did we open the thing? I'm I, sorry. I was made, made to bread. Pretty obvious. Named Aubrey after that song. Thanks, parents. Hey, my dad liked bread too. Were you on a leather cat? Were they on a leather couch? Uh, no, I was made on a camping trip. Oh, wow. She was that? the tent pole. <laughs> That's a lot of commitment. Tent pole on a camping trip. Anyway, carry Move, on. Moving on. And the Chunky Glasses Best of 2012, number three. <laughs> Podcast. Uh, Austin, right. Texas's Hundred Visions landed at number three yes, on our year-end list, and I guarantee you, this is such a special list that it's not on anybody else's list. Don't know why. They're not even on audio. Yeah, <laughs> they have yet to yeah, make the, it. That little snippet was all I've ever heard of this band. Truth. Oh my god. Oh, Truth. Yeah. Sadly, sadly. Ugh. I'm in Rusty, man, you need to like correct me when like just be like I've never heard of it. But 
Shut up. Um, we said a lot about this last podcast. Uh, this is the hope of Rock and Roll 2013. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, totally seriously, agree. I fucking no. Paul's like shaking his head. He's like, uh-uh, I, I, uh-uh. I have nothing against them, but like, come on, hyperbole. I don't, think I, so. I, I don't think it's hyperbole. I don't think so. It, they, they, it is spectacular. Car- Carrie and I have seen them live. So. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm sorry, but, but but saying that means that like rock and roll has no other quote unquote hope. I don't think it's. Really I think died. the only There's good album in 2012 is Frank Ocean. So yeah, well, but that's <laughs> your own distorted opinion. <laughs> but okay, here's how I look at it. Uh, we we know what's coming. We know what's going to be number one. It's no real surprise. I personally and it's certainly know uh, hundred visions. All right, but I I personally don't really care for post nothing. I think it's fine, but it's not great. This as a debut album for yeah, a pretty, fucking bunch of rock stars pretty awesome. blows that thing out of the water. I cannot wait till they come out with something second. Because I don't think you need to wait some, something. No, no, no. no. What I'm, you know what I'm saying is that if this is if this is that good, yeah. imagine what their next stuff's going to sound like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, gonna like, it's not going to sound like I mean, that. It's I love, love both Hundred Visions and what will be our inevitable number one. <laughs> Why do you like one so much and not the other? They're not hugely. I mean, they're different, but they're oh, they, not, they, they're are, not, they, they are. It's not they are. Yeah. They are hugely different. I think they're dramatically different. They, they are. They, one has talent. One doesn't. I think in the, in, uh, in the same way. One 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 is for say kit and. Dave and I think Dave it's Wax a very similar difference. Yeah, I think it's a similar difference. I like that. That's. It's well, a similar difference it, to the argument between that's the name of the and it's, 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 a, it's a similar it's a argument, difference. I think. It's a similar argument, you know, that you could um, make. I think 100 Visions actually brings, like, a, a nice diversity of stuff. To the, Like, if you listen to the whole yeah. album, it's it's very diverse, you know. Like you're going, it's not you're, one note. You're going and, through and all we've now sorts played, of things. We've now played, yeah. for the record, three songs on the podcast. Uh, we're going to play a fourth song that sounds nothing like any of the other three right. songs. Right, and yeah. Android's yeah. every single song sounds just yeah, like, all, and I think no, they're all fantastic. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I it completely doesn't disagree. Do Absolutely, you? it does. But <laughs> you're, you're you're trying to tell me that uh, continuous thunder sounds like Adrenaline Night Shift right. sounds like the House of Heaven built. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, well very continuous thunder shouldn't even us. have been published, but neither here nor yeah. there. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so let's. Here's the thing is that and, and they are uh, no, they're friends with Carrie. Culture? They're sending her. Hearts. They're not. That's they're not friends with me. I'm gonna make them a sandwich. No, they're sending they're they're friends. Friends. We're gonna make. I'm gonna make them. Well, Eric, sandwich is gonna make. Eric is Eric is like interested in what we're doing. So for you, Eric, uh, we play this song. This is one of my favorite songs of 2012. This is the light that starts today.
So that was uh, 100 Visions Light, the, the start of day. Uh, it is one of the most rocktacular albums this year. Uh, there was some discussion as to what makes an album rectangular. Uh, I would argue that... If anybody wants an actual... Uh, to, to read it, if you're more visual, read Andre's review of it on his yep. number one, because it's the funniest thing I've ever read. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to read anything, a brilliant, read this whole description, a brilliant description of this album. <laughs> because my face is melted. Yeah. If you want to read the best thing that's tomorrow. ever been published on the site... <laughs> Uh, Andre No, Andre's uh, mid-year top ten review of off. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. Also it, awesome. A close second. Well, well, I did a follow-up to clo- it on clo- this one. Close yeah. second. Paul's review of the off show. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's review of the off show probably the second funniest thing I've ever done. It is. It is all <laughs> off. Off is all it's in perfect. bullet points. It Which it should perfect. be. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. Why why the title of the band is in all caps with yeah. exclamation points. Yeah. As it should be. Alright. So, how sexy are you guys feeling? I'm feeling super sexy. Beyond right. super sexy. And the chunky glasses best of 2012, number two! When I heard the ladies' man was dead I saw the Rolling Stones stop moving Saw my ancient hero on the Sunset Strip He left behind a legacy of Now painted ladies wanna hold my gun Wonder if the whole time I've been acting When I sang Moon River in that silent film Had I really made a sound when they called That's the only lady in the room. Who is that, Carrie? That would be Father John Mystic. Oh, yeah. What's his face? Father, Did son, the whole <laughs> He's Joshua, Jay, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself. Doesn't matter. That's just good. First name Jay, Bef- last name Tillman. That's Tillman. just good. Before used anybody to, else. Used to. Oh, uh, good. Breasted. All I wanted to say was, I think this is the one album I missed out on all year. I've probably heard it, heard all of it, but not in order. Even my best friend a few hours ago was like this just made my top 10 of the year and I just missed it and I feel like it's the album I missed this year oh it's so have you listened to it between now and then between now and three hours ago no I probably listen to it once a day yeah, I mean the I songs I've heard Aubrey said there she is everybody quiet Aubrey what I just said I probably listen to it once a day I actually rank this above what what comes out as the number one I'm finding out uh I think it's just musically well, uh, pretty great album and damn his voice is so sexy yeah. his voice <laughs> i just feel like it's Come the on. album i skipped aubrey uh, everybody, everybody quiet aubrey is this music we you would make out to 
Oh, I do a lot more than that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Boys are buying <laughs> tickets to England son, right only now. Only son of a ladies, man. Yeah. Like, I, had, I had a moment in my car coming home from work the other day <laughs> where I actually had to pull off of the highway. Just, just, just to think. And have, a, have a personal just, moment. Just to listen. Really and you were alone that, in your car, uh, Andre? Not to, not to try to. rolls, man. Not to try to turn this into a no. serious discussion, but isn't that the point of this? Ra- There's so much good, different stuff about this record. Oh, it's, it's like, yeah, son yeah. of a ladies' man, good making out music. And so then you've got, I'm writing a novel, which is this fucking crazy drug-induced yeah, no, novel. And it's also the liner notes of the whole fucking right. thing. Yeah. And then you've got Hollywood Cemetery, which for my money is the best song of 2012. Gee. Almost hands down. Yeah, it's it's such awesome. a great three minutes yeah. of music. I just feel like I missed out this on is, I missed the boat. I yeah. feel bad. Right. I really hate myself. Have you guys seen the uh, the music video for Hollywood Cemetery? We With Aubrey we Plaza? With April Luggy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Here, here's, for, for me, here's the problem. Like, I, I like this album. It didn't quite make my top ten. Um, it was close, but, right? It was close. It would have been top 15. The problem is that it's not a whole album. It's... Five or six really, really good songs and some some dead stuff in the middle. Like, it's... And there's not a whole lot of thematic uh, cohesiveness to it, I don't Mm -hmm. think. Like, it doesn't... Like, you'll have one song flow into another and then just drop afterwards. There's a lot of skill here. I mean... And I I play the songs that I like more than just about anything else this year, but it's not an album that I can completely This will surprise you. I do not disagree with you, Paul. Yeah. But I still, this is still like, I don't know, but this is still on my top 10 because I think the good parts, disagree. the good yeah. parts are phenomenal. Are just, and the I, bad parts yeah. are, I, I mean, the weak parts are just kind of, I, I think it only made it, I think, in number five on mine, but mm-hmm. uh, the, the good parts, I think, are all the good parts. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, this it, easily has, it is, like you said, some of the best so songs of the year. For a criteria, for it to make it into my top 10, it had to be a complete album. Rusty, the world's going to end in a few days. You need to make sure you listen to this like three times yes. before that happens. Between, between now and this time next Friday. That's right. So I'll, I'll just I have a week for my, own, so for my own preferences. I never play the back part mm-hmm. of the album. Like, I get through all the of the... No, because it's not that good. No, it is that good. No, uh, it is that good. And I, I, it's, it's, it's a love letter to Los Angeles, and I think because exactly. of that... It's, in the it, same it can way, be schizophrenic I'm and, so going to turn you on to Frank Ocean. It's not even funny. Like, you just said turn you on not, and bring it on. I, I will give you the logical argument and you'll be like, you're right. Okay, we'll bring it on. Yep. I'm ready. Not right now. Not right and, now. As, as somebody, as somebody who grew up night. in Los Angeles talking about somebody who like transplanted out there, I don't agree. <laughs> Let's not talk about Frank Ocean anymore. Yeah. We have to. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. So, my other song. Aubrey, yeah. you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. We're going to play a song for you. Uh, just like make out indiscriminately or something. I don't know. With your order. writing a novel. Great. I ran down the road, pants down to my knees, screaming, please come help me. That Canadian shaman gave a little too much to me and I'm writing a novel. Because it's never been done before. First house that I saw, I wrote house up on the door And told the people who lived there they had to get out Cause my reality is realer than yours And there's no time in the present And there's a black dog on the bed 
to the backyard to burn my only clothes. And the dog ran out and said, you can't turn nothing into nothingness with me no more. Well, I'm no doctor. But that monkey might be right. So that was our number one record of <laughs> oh. <laughs> And Andre, should we preface this? Should we preface and say everybody and loves the number one record except, except for the man who picked Frank Ocean? Exactly. For those who are about I, to I, rock, I think this we tell you guys salute you. you. Something. And the Chunky Glasses, 2012, number one album is... Disbelief. Uh, I'm not going to This about album this. kicks so much ass, it's unbelievable. It's just, what album it kicks so it much fall? ass. It's the Japan droids. You know, it kicks so much rock. ass that Kevin's already just resigned. What, Kevin's what checked out. He's already upstairs. Just what, what does it here. start with? Fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, yeah. What's what does it end with? Fireworks. 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 And everything in between is freaking heavy. Fireworks. It's bliss. Fireworks. It's so freaking good. This album, like Paul just said, this you know, Paul's, Paul's review is, is perfect. Was perfect. His, his review is the number one album. It's like you want to feel seventeen again. Listen to this record. You want to listen to just freaking driving rock and roll. So listen to this record. I would say, uh, <laughs> while I admire everyone's passion about this record, the exact same criticism that you lay on Freak Ocean can be flipped and reversed on this one. This is the worst record I have heard in a decade. Wait, 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 wait. What no, about Animal Collective? No, it's worse than Animal Collective? Really? Yeah, actually. Really? Fiona yeah. Apple. This is emo. Fiona Apple. Oh, crap. There's no, nothing, nothing emo about, about this at all. Oh. Tell me what's emo about it. You Ever, to shout, Shouting and then going up a little octave just to make sure you're emotional. Just sounds like Frank Ocean. That's just a way of singing. <laughs> That's not being emo. Honestly, ACDC does that. I'm going to say that. Saying this is the worst album you've heard in a decade completely invalidates your position exactly. right there because it's not. Yeah. It's not. It you is. you listen to like every album every I, year, and this I is hate not. this album more than anything. You I've, hate it because I, everybody else loves it. No, I actually don't. Pisses me off how much you hate this record. Like, to, to throw, like look, 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 look
if I could throw Kevin a bone here, I will say that I think it does harken back to like a lot of the stuff that I listened to in high school. But that's what, love, that's what I love about it so much. And, I, and, and, and you know what's and, funny? Everybody shut up. Aubrey. Let me finish. Aubrey. That's uh, what I love about it so much because it makes me feel a way that it, an album hasn't made me feel exactly. like it, any of the other albums this year. It makes me remember every good time I've ever had. And like, you know what's funny? No, 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 no. no. Good you did it Fucking get off my lawn, bitch. <laughs> I am 10 years older than Aubrey, and it makes me feel like I'm back in high school. This album makes me feel like more than I'm... And I am five years older than Justin, and I feel the same way, This album makes me feel like more like I was 17 than Nirvana, than Nevermind did, and I was 17 when Nevermind came out. And I'm closer to 17 than anybody in the room, and I feel the exact same way. If you're talking about Nirvana in context of this album, like, that's just... Oh, I know. It's not like putting it's Frank disgusting. Ocean in the same category as Bell Bib DeVoe. I mean, yeah. you don't want to no. compare those you two should, You should be talking about Frank Ocean in the category of Stevie Wonder. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, that's oh, it. Actually, you put it in the same category as Maxwell. So. Right. <laughs> and Bell Bib DeVoe. I did, but uh, Aubrey... Aubrey they are using the communicative property, because we're Stevie Skyping, Wonder in the same category as Maxwell. Because we're Skyping. Aubrey, like, you have a very valid point. Like, this is the music you grew up on, and this is the music that you love. And I absolutely, like, understand you loving this or Harris loving this or yeah. who's not here. It's like, what I don't understand is you old motherfuckers loving this. <laughs> because, because what's wrong with feeling young? Yeah. No, because I was in the same boat. Like, I actually didn't like it for that reason. Because Cause this, this is you the music that I actually liked when I was and 17. You, you know? know better than this. <laughs> and this is, like, uh, just, like, some... Weird, like Ampara said it best. It's like this is like forty-year-olds trying to like reclaim their youth. No, it's and not. These guys no, it's it is, yeah, no, no. Say, wait a second. Yeah, wait no. a motherfucking second. <laughs> this is. Oh my god. This is getting real. This no, real, real. You right here. You you constantly reference albums from your youth and talk about third stage. Fuck off. You talk about. You talk about how albums that you hear now reference back to things you heard when you were yeah. young. How they're the 70s, how they're the right. 80s, how that's great. Old man. And then you say right here, something that makes you remember, like, something that might be five years ago, something that right. might be ten years ago, something that might be 15 years ago. Not necessarily stylistically, but thematically. But you... And then working through it with that is actually a bad thing because it doesn't connect with you personally. Aubrey, Aubrey how old were you in 1998? Uh, I was, uh, 12. You were 12 no. in 1998. No, 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 that's somebody that's in their forties. Wait, wait, hold, somebody in their forties said to remember that it made them remember who they felt that they were. They were seventeen. Somebody Here's a few years younger. Comment. Somebody a few years younger. Somebody a few right. years younger. You had four people in four distinct age groups say that it made them feel the same way, and you're the only one on the outside, and no you're bitch. now calling back to 1998 and saying you were not that age in 1998. Why do you agree with her? That right there is a logical fallacy. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, no, my, my, I, my, I, understand, my, my, I understand Kevin's point. Kevin, your point actually, is let that, me speak. Okay. Let me speak. Okay. My point about that is, is that the music that they're making was music that like rose up out of better music. 
In in my mind, every a, 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 bit of music grew up about no, better music. No, no, no. Just let me finish the thought. So it grew up out of this other music, and the music that they're playing is a bastardized version of 1998 emo music. Which, if you are, if you were 12, then then you were like that was your fucking mecca. That was your rock. That was it. And at the end of the day, I'm actually like, if you love this. Fuck yeah, like, love it. But to talk about it as a great album. Okay, two points. One, you're talking about Frank Ocean growing up out of, apparently, Stevie Wonder or Bill Biv DeVoe. You haven't really made up your mind. (laughs) Point just. So how is that different? Second of all, I wasn't 12 in 1998, and this album still kicks ass, back to Paul's point. Whether or not, I mean, all music, again, Paul's point, com- is brought out of other music. This album, independent of anything else, comparing it to anything else, first of all, it's not emo. That's a ridiculous argument. Oh, it's what this album, emo. this album is more uh, ACDC than it is emo. It's purebred rock and roll that makes you think of being young. May Bon Scott come and strike you down. I think <laughs> Bon Scott would listen to this and be like, this is pretty fucking good. Because it's balls to the wall, rock and roll, singing about going out, drinking, having a good time, and celebrating. That's all this is. It has nothing emo about it at all. It's about life. Exactly. It's a, it's all a celebration rock. It, it, is about it is ridiculous to hear a bunch of 30-year-olds talk about how they're lamenting being old. Yeah. And I can say that as an old fucking woman. But <laughs> when I'm listening to it, I'm not I'm not looking I'm not looking at it as and, and Kevin, I get your point that there are a lot of forty year olds that are like, Oh, this this is so awesome because mm-hmm. they want to be relevant again. But I'm not listening to this with my the top down on my car, like pointing at all the young people saying, Hey, look at me, I'm still young. Right. I'm listening to it in my headphones when I'm running right. or when I'm doing something else because I fucking love it. Right. It is well crafted. It is well written music. The lyrics are insipid and stupid, and that's why. Right, and they're super fun. But that's I mean, but for stop with that. Let me finish. No, you let me finish. I will let you finish. For the for the end of the year, that's why this dropped on my list from number one to number four because of the lyrics, not because of the album. It's fucking one note as hell, but it is one awesome, brilliant. Goddamn fun note. And I swear to God, so that concert that concert was insanely fun. I'm Ridiculously sure. fun. I'm sure. I mean, there's there's a different energy that can be built like from a live performance. And, and I actually... I sort of going in. And I, I sort of like... I, I, and I do not like Post Nothing. Obviously, I love Celebration. Obviously don't like them, but that was one show I wanted to see. Because I guarantee they put on a fucking phenomenal show. I actually had a number of friends who saw it from the But back if you're talking and, about and if you're talking about an album of the year and you and you say the lyrics are just out of the picture how can you talk about that as an album of the year? I actually don't think the lyrics are out of the picture. I wouldn't concede that point. Hmm? Yeah, that, because I think the lyrics that, are very to them. I, I think, we I think we have always admitted fun. that I put a lot and, more. And I put to be a fair, lot more it, it, and a it, lot of if do. I if 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 I were to rank, if I actually enjoyed this, and if I were to rank it, just like look at like this empirical, this is it. It would have made my top ten, but I I could not because of everything around it. Right, and the, the thing because is, it you, wasn't you don't you don't like it personally, and that's fine. but trying but trying to assign it to like some. Emo ghetto right here is is I think unfair to the album. Like it, it's okay to not personally enjoy an album mm. that has a connection to other people and that has a level of musical skill attached to it, but lumping it together with a bunch of crap is not really fair. Well, 
To a lot of people, emo isn't crap. Okay. I also don't think Japan droids are emo. Right. I, I, I think the majority of the room agrees with you. Your acting is if you've proven that point, and I think you haven't. Kevin, I will give you a, a lot of points on this album, but I do not understand the, the hearkening to, to emo. It's not the promise ring. <laughs> it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not Fugazi. It's, not, it's, it is, it's just uh, it's so much fun. It's so fun. Oh. I think we can all agree fun. it's not Fugazi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun that I do not partake. That's fine. You don't. You don't partake in that. It's all right. And also to get back, I always always put all the albums in my question of will I listen to this in twenty years from now? I I won't listen to this. Oh, well, and and look, look. Here's the thing. I think it comes. I think it comes down. This is a great time to talk about it at the at the number one album. Like everybody's got their own personal preferences, and that's why we don't. That's why we don't agree. This was the only album that had two people say it was the number one album of the year. In our group of eleven people, not the greatest sample size ever, no, sure. but still, these are you know right. eleven people who listened to a lot of albums this year. Well, and, and the other, you know, it wasn't the number one, but it was like in the top five, for right? Yeah, and yeah, then for this a good portion of people, yeah. And, and this this easily came in number one, but it was the only album that had two people say it was it was in first place. And I think that again shows the diversity of opinions. It shows that people who listen to a lot of albums can disagree a lot and can agree a lot. Um, and this, uh, I think this you're, you're making high. connections. I, I think it's it's the popular album this year. Yeah. Kevin, Frank, you're, you're Ocean. Frank Ocean, yeah, Kevin, Frank Ocean's number one on Pitchfork for fuck's sake. Not, not on our site, but you're you're the you're the only one. Well, and on specious reasoning to say, oh, this is the popular album. That's why you guys like it. And you picked the fucking number one album by Pitchfork of all things. So to use that as your argument is bullshit. And paste and spin and roll and Stone, yeah, and you're proving my point, not yours. Jesus Christ. But. Japan droids is causing a fight. Can I can I just uh, say that this is not going to be the end of Chunky Glasses no. for all of you listening? We, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we said this do, love. Did we already hear, hear, hear another song? Because I knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we hear one more song, we're all going to get in a fucking right, fight. Goddamn! Right, so it's going to be like a thrash pit in the middle of play basement. Sorry, Craig.
Oh, that God. is uh, Knights of Wines and Roses. Is that it? Just Wine and Roses. Not wine and Roses. It's just a singular. No plural. AKA, everybody's favorite record, not Kevin's. That's okay, though. That's okay. I, that's that's democracy. I just that's make democracy. shit run. I don't. I, I don't have the final say. So, yeah. uh, well, we'd all be yelling right now. That's true. Yeah, we'd break it'd shit. be Frank Ocean. It'd be it Frank would Ocean. be Frank Ocean. Breaking shit. It should be Frank Ocean. We would all be throwing ping pong balls. Uh, so Hashtag yeah, you've been listening to the uh, Chucky Lots's podcast, the best of. 2012. Um, I wouldn't say the best of podcast. I'd say the best of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not. That, we made it, it through another a, year, America. It is the sloppiest is of podcasts. But I will say play. this: we started uh, <laughs> basically wrong. on a, a not a dare, but just like Paul, like oh, let's just fucking do this. And then me, Andre, and Paul did this, and now you're we here. have you guys, and then we have a few other guys, and yeah, it's, there's like a lot know. of guys yeah, in this yeah, like, like, and Carrie. Yeah. And Aubrey and Julia and Aubrey. was yeah. here earlier. Yeah, it's great. Aubrey's Julie. still there, I think. We've, we've, made, this, we've made it almost a year yeah. now. There she is. Yeah, our, it is. Our, February our, will be. Our, Aubrey, it's like five o'clock in the Aubrey? morning. Aubrey, damn, is the sun up yet? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep, guys. Hey, yeah. Aubrey. Uh, by the way, what was your number one album of the year? Uh, mine was First Aid Kit. Fuck so, yeah! Right. There you go. A worthy choice. Yeah. I ultimately regret the fact that Japan Rose is number 13 on my list. Aubrey, we miss but you. I still love it. That's I miss you, you guys too. I'm going to go to bed now. Night Good night. morning. Good morning. Good and night. with that, I think we uh, can say goodnight yeah, to our good audience. Good night. Whatever's left of it. We have to go uh, drink our sorrows away if you're Kevin. Possibly. Possibly. See you next year, y'all. Yeah, happy holidays. There's no happy holiday in what's about to happen. Happy New World. Happy Holly Ann. Gentlemen, ladies, thank you for this year. Thank you for an awesome year, Kevin. Salute. Mazel tov. Next year will be a fuck on title, but Andre? Yes, sir. Spaceship in outer space? Is it UFO? Do it. Do it. Do it, man. I still hear guitars in the
Is that our lead-in right there? Yeah. That's yeah. it, right there. Got your wood right here. Got your wood right here. Aubrey, that's what she said? Yeah, sorry, I was distracted.